0: Welcome to Mondays with Matt, with Matt Starkey. Start each week fresh with sound
1: financial advice. Grab your coffee and maybe a pen. It's time to kick off your week with Matt. Hey everybody, welcome in to Mondays with Matt. Thanks for hanging out with Matt Starkey from Great Lakes Retirement Solutions and myself as we're talking investing, finance, and retirement. And we're gonna talk about uh, not our father's retirement this go around. So a lot of times when we think about retirement and we think about the various different things we're doing, sometimes we maybe equate it to what we saw or how we were raised or whatever. And so in many, many ways, retirement today is certainly not like it was for our parents. But we'll get into that in just a second, Matt. What's going on, buddy? How are you?
0: Hey, Mark, I'm doing well this week. um we're we're middle of June here, and, yep. uh, you know, I think, for for those hockey fans um it's been an, an interesting and enjoyable uh playoffs.
1: <laughs> yeah, very <laughs> so. true. Yeah, very true. The Hurricanes uh they 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 got bounced but, you know, it is what yeah, it
0: is. Yeah, that's your your team down there, isn't yeah. it? Neck so, of the Woods.
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I am a Red Wings guy though cuz I spent too many too many years uh. in it. In the Michigan area, so you're I'm, one of us. I All right. want one of us. One Welcome of back. Us. Right. That's right. But I was, I <laughs> always, oh, always. Red the Red Wings, Wings didn't really make it. <laughs> no, they didn't. But I've been a Red Wings guy. But you know, the the colors are close. So when I when I was moved That's down right. here, I was like, well, okay, you know. And and they, they try every now and again. They had the one one year where they won, but yeah. But no, I'm with you. Uh, so it's just good to have some of the sports backs back in general, though, for sure. Yeah, it sure is. Uh, well, let's do this thing here. Let's talk about, uh, you, well, since we, uh, we made a joke on our last podcast about cars, and of course, obviously, we're in the Michigan area here. So, let's, uh, do you remember those Oldsmobile commercials way back in the day, Not Your Father's Oldsmobile? Do you remember those? Sure do, yeah. Yeah. They were trying <laughs> to make the Oldsmobile uh, more appealing to a younger generation, right? They're trying to make it a little more sexy, right? So, it's That's not your, right. not your daddy's right. Oldsmobile kind of thing. So, we're going to do Not Your Daddy's Retirement or Not Your Father's Retirement. If you're of you know, whatever your age might be, if you're thinking back 20, 30 years, you know, my dad retired in, in uh, 1994. Unfortunately, he didn't live too long. He passed away shortly thereafter. But, you know, he retired in 94, and that's 30 years ago now, right? And the world is obviously incredibly different. Taking Even taking COVID and all the things that have come from that aside, it's still just yeah. totally different. So let's talk about some things to ponder and how it's different now, when we're walking away from the job. So for example, you know, 30 years ago or 40 years ago or whatever, you got to 65 and you retired and it was kind of like, okay, I'm retired and there's nothing to do. Like you you go play golf, right? There was like, well, just go play golf and that's it. But many more people nowadays, Matt, they want to, uh, nowadays, they want to work past 65 and it's actually more of the norm. It's okay. People are really more accepting and and wanting to do things past sixty-five, maybe not the main job anymore, but something. Sure,
0: sure. Um, working past sixty-five has, you know, I, I don't want to say it's it's really not uncommon. A lot of folks work past sixty-five. You know, Social Security when they bump, they start to bump the uh, retirement age to receive your full retirement paycheck. Mm-hmm. Um, now it's over sixty-six in you know six or sixty-seven, or beyond. right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So I think a lot of people when they plan for retirement uh used to be also that you would work 30 years 40 years for you know one employer and then you would get a pension from that employer so if you retired early under 65 you could you, you know certainly live on the pension plan up right. until yep. social security kicks in yep and a lot of times that was added on top so um people had plenty of money uh and a lot of them but our longevity
1: the wasn't there either though Matt
0: The longevity wasn't there. And uh, so, you know, if they... Yeah, you're exactly right. So you'd retire at 65 and your life expectancy used to be in the, like, what, 70? Now it's 85, but it used to be around 70, 73. I mean, you
1: think about Social Security in general, the life expectancy was 63. And, you know... So it was kicking in at 65 or it's kicking in at 62. So you were only getting any, they only expected you to get it for one to two or three years before you passed away.
0: (laughs) Exactly right. Yeah, Yeah. When they first introduced it, yeah, the life expectancy was sixty three years, and so you couldn't get it till sixty five. So they figured anybody that claims it, yeah.
1: they they've earned it, right? They made they made it past the threshold. They made it
0: past the statistic, yeah. yeah. But that's when your kids were smoking at twelve years old. And, well, that's true. You know, too. The Marlboro yeah. Man was uh, your best buddy. That's true. That's <laughs> so.
1: true. Well, you know, the we've got. I think longevity. They think that's the term that is going to be the overall factor in this whole conversation we're going to have today about it being different mm-hmm. than our parents because longevity. We're working, we're living much longer than 65 in many cases, and we're healthier than our parents were a generation before at 65. So, Hey, I mean, humans aren't designed. We're hunters, gatherers, whatever you want to go with. We're not designed to just sit around on the front porch and whittle. Now, if that's what you want to do, cool, go do it. (laughs) But I think most of us don't want to do that. So these are things to ponder. So it's okay to work past 65, but also think about this too, Matt, being retired nowadays it could be more expensive than working actually is.
0: Yeah, Mark, uh, things are very uh, different now than they were 20 or 30 years ago. You think about the family unit too. And um, so being retired now could actually be more expensive. Well, how so? Um, Well, back in the day, I remember we would go weekly out to my grandma's house and we would go and visit my, my dad's parents and my mom's parents as well. We would go there. Over the years, some things have changed and, and generations have changed. And because I think of the higher education more so with women and men, now we have a lot more women in the workforce. And what's happening also is there's jobs are taking them outside of the old traditional family circle of, you know, 20 miles from where you grew up. And so we are now global, but but a lot of, a lot of families that I know, their kids live in different states. And so when they retire, what are they doing? They're going to see their grandkids. Mm-hmm. And it's not yeah. just, you know, we we have one in town it or or two families in town. It's like we have families, but they're they're in Texas and and we're in Michigan or they're in Florida and or South yeah. Carolina. And so yeah. we're we're going to see our grandkids. And so we have travel expenses and we have airplane costs or yeah. driving and things like that. That's one expense. And okay, then you've got to factor in there's inflation. Prices of things keep going up. Um, there are a lot,
1: <laughs> and we're certainly seeing that right now, right?
0: Yeah, and like you said, let's think about what's changed in 30 years. I mean, 30 years ago, we didn't have smartphones, okay, and, and we didn't have these subscription services to Netflix and all these different things. So now there's a lot of money going out monthly that
1: mm, true. don't yeah. necessarily
0: need to have it, and
1: you but- can shop at a. You can you don't have to go anywhere to shop. You can just shop from your phone.
0: Yeah, <laughs> so you think about that, and I just think about subscription services, and cable TV used to be something, when I grew up, we never had cable. I mean, we it was the airwaves, it was four channels, you That's know, maybe right. you get five if, if the rabbit ears are wrapped yep. in aluminum foil. But, you know, all of a sudden, came along the VCR, <laughs> and you younger people, just bear with us, we're talking about old stuff, <laughs> um, but... <laughs> But things changed a lot in from the 90s to to the 2000s and 2010 generations. Technology has really taken over. So we're enthralled with a lot more. We have our subscriptions to our Apple Music or our iTunes or we have um, Netflix or we have, you know, cable. And when we have Internet on top of that, everybody's got to have Wi-Fi and and all these things. So just changes in generations have caused these types of things to be, you know, they're out there and they're available to get, but it does sometimes cost a little bit more. It costs a little bit more.
1: And that's a great point. Kind of walks me into my next topic on this, Matt, is, you know, retirees today have a lot more things to juggle. Now, look, just in general, we all have more to juggle. Society and the things that we've bombarded ourselves with now is just to your point with the smartphones, the inundation of information all the time is certainly more to juggle but that's still the same for retirees as well it's not like we get to retirement and we get a reprieve from all that we've got more to juggle and again longevity i think is going to be the main culprit behind a lot of this and while it's all great we all want to like live as long as we possibly can the ballooning costs of healthcare you know you mentioned the travel so on and so forth but this longevity it's a risk multiplier that's going to magnify the the problems we have to juggle. We're living longer so we need money to last longer. We need our house to last longer, our car to last longer or whatever the case is, and those things typically aren't, so that's costing more money. Yes, they are.
0: And that's another good point. Um we've got, you know, what we call the sandwich generation where you're taking care of kids and that's then true your, too. Parent, your parents are also, you know, possibly needing long-term care. So there are a lot of things to juggle um and We also have never used to really be accustomed to having large student loans um, for a lot of these people graduating. And so a lot of people, when they get retirement age, their kids are um, newly graduated, they maybe they're off to college and um, maybe they're getting married. And what's happening is, you know, we're not finding a huge decrease in in, uh, activities for sure when we retire. In fact, a lot of retirees are getting more consumed. You you mentioned healthcare. Yeah. The possibility of living longer also means, hey, we might be facing a lot of treatable things, you know. But we might be busy with healthcare in our own healthcare. That's a a good point, family member.
1: Because the body, Um, we're 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 figuring out great ways to prolong the body, but we're also not getting there with the mind, right? We're seeing more and more dementia, obviously, which is a hugely costly uh, endeavor in retirement and really wipes out a lot of retirees.
0: Yeah. Not only that, but um, we also, you know, as we are living longer, we're not necessarily um, coming up with new ways to accumulate wealth. (laughs) Um, So if you, if you didn't do a good job at starting when you were younger, um, you could be facing some financial hardships too. So you really got to think about all these different pieces of the pie and how, how this is, you know, formulating your future. And um, I'm one who likes to stay, keep things pretty simple in life. And so what I normally do is I try to walk people through, you know, very realistic scenarios, and find out, you know, okay, what's the worst case scenario that we could be facing here, mm-hmm. and uh, how does that impact our retirement? Because, you know, like we talked about, it, it could be more expensive. Um, healthcare is probably the number one expense that you're going to face in retirement now because people live longer. So we're not dying at that 65 years old or 70 years old. You're, you know, the average person now. Females still have a longer life expectancy than males. Yeah, what, but,
1: eighty eighty six or something like that, eighty seven. Yeah, yeah. No.
0: So, and you're into your mid eighties is what we need to really kind of plan for. And some some of us are living longer than that. So,
1: yeah, that, the, I think
0: the, we just got to we got to design the portfolios to accommodate our long term care expenses and what our income needs are going to be.
1: Yeah, I mean at the time we're taping this, I think I just saw today, Matt, uh, that I think Clint Eastwood just turned ninety one and he's working on a new movie, right? You know, so I mean Betty <laughs> yeah. White, you know, got you know, God love her, she's still she's ninety eight, I think. She can be ninety nine, I think, at her next birthday. So I mean, you know, these are <laughs> yeah. and, and these are really not one offs. I mean, you know, these are the big names and they get the the you know the the news or whatever. But when you're sitting there thinking about it, how many people I, I guarantee you there's folks listening to this podcast that know somebody that's probably in their 70s and their parents are still alive, right? Their parents are probably in their 90s. -hmm. They're still alive. And to your point earlier, they probably have 30 or 40-year-old children that they may still be helping out. They may be helping them with, you know, raise the grandkids or they may be helping them with, you know, something, some sort of financial bill or, or, you know, folks even in their 60s, they might have kids in their late 20s that they're helping and yet their parents are still alive in their 80s or early 90s. So, yeah, yeah, I think they call it the boomerang generation. So yes. they, they bounce back, right?
0: Well, one of the cool things that too, that you can do, and if you're, if you are falling into the category where you're a little older now and you've got those adult kids and grandkids, mm-hmm. um, I was just coaching somebody the other day and she said, well, thank you for bringing that up. I never thought about it that way, but mm-hmm. I, I just said, you know, you're, you're doing a lot of planning to leave money to your grandkids. But I said something that I, some of my clients will do is they'll take their whole family on vacation. You know, if you've got, if you're sitting on a lot of money, or if you have to take those required distributions and you don't need them, why not plan a something with your those people that mean the most to you and um, do something that is an experience? Yeah, you create memories together. together. Yeah, 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 and you'll create memories, and they'll never forget it. You know, um, and I, I said to this gal, I was like, well, you know, even you know, I know, I remember my daughter wanting this American girl doll, you know, and some of those things are just outrageously expensive. And it's something that I would like, be like, well, what's wrong with, you know, this (laughs) regular doll doll here. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. Yeah. But, but it's an experience and that's, and, and what you're finding is that anytime that you could get to spend with your family um, and you can make it count, that is so, so important because I have memories from my grandparents and the things that they would do with us. You know, I don't remember necessarily all the toys or, or the different things, but when they spend time, you know, when you can spend time with your family, if that means going away on a trip together, even for a week or even a couple or weekend, you know, yeah, definitely do that and think about all the retirement savings that you have and say, yeah, I'm going to make it count. I'm going to put purpose to my money and I'm going to, you know, spend time. I'm going to develop these relationships because those are really what it's all about.
1: Well, you know what? That's a great point, actually, and it does go along with our theme today of you know not like our our father's retirement or grandparents' retirement because I think there used to be that kind of mindset of you know we've saved, we've saved really well, we've been really frugal, we're going to be frugal in retirement, and so we can leave you know as much as we can behind to our kids or grandkids. And part of that living longer, some of the things that may have come sound like negatives this week on the show, turn those into positives by saying, yes, I am living longer, but instead of leaving all this money behind or potentially leaving money behind to my family, let me go do things and enjoy the money with them and create some memories. Uh, you'll get to see, you get the joy of, of seeing them enjoy it, right? You're still around to watch them enjoy your money that you've yes. worked hard for versus you know, thinking, well, I'm going to feel better knowing that I left something behind. And that's a great feeling, too, I'm sure. But wouldn't you rather watch them actually enjoy it? And then when you do pass on, you've got, you know, you've got those things with you as you're kind of drawing your last breath and all those kinds of, you know, poetic moments. So I think that's a great way to wrap it up. I think it's a good way to think about things. It's obviously totally different. Longevity, clearly the theme of us, uh, you know, right now, we're living so much longer. It does cost more. There's a lot of these things we know go into it. But with good mm-hmm. proper planning and a good strategy in place and a good coach, like you said, you just coached this lady through this conversation. That's how you can make a real difference.
0: Absolutely. So, um, what you take away from today is, yeah, it is not your father's retirement, and um, definitely, I tell people, you know, when you're getting ready to finally be done, make a list of the things that you know. I guess you call it your bucket list, but mm-hmm. make the things a list of the things that you really want to do in life and accomplish in life, and Do it now, do it while you're young and healthy and you might feel, well, I'm not really young, but do it. If you have the, you have the ability to do it and you've always wanted to do it,
1: experience
0: it. So that's how we'll wrap it up today. Go experience your life and uh, the loved ones that are there.
1: Yep. And of course, you know, it costs money to do some of these things. So if you've got a good strategy in place, then that'll certainly help take a a load off the mind. But if not, if you need some help, reach out to Matt Starkey at Great Lakes Retirement Solutions. Go to GreatLakesRetirementSolutions.com if you need some help, if you want to talk about your scenario, your situation. Again, GreatLakesRetirementSolutions.com. You can subscribe to the podcast while you're there, Mondays with Matt on Apple, Google, Spotify, whatever platform you like to use. You can just type that right in the search box of any of those apps. You probably already have one installed on your phone already anyway. For example, if you're an Apple user, you probably have Apple Podcasts already on your phone. Just type in Mondays with Matt in the search box of that app, and it'll pull it right up. Or you can also just call him. As we always say on the shows, you want to make sure before you take any action on anything you hear with our show or any other, you always check with a qualified professional like Matt. So you can call him at 989-401-2949. That's 989-401-2949. Matt, thanks for hanging out with me, my friend. Have a good week. And uh, I guess the next time we will talk, we'll be into July.
0: We will. So um, we'll be celebrating our independence. And uh, I think with a little extra emphasis this year after <laughs> our uh, after our lockdown last year.
1: So. I, I agree wholeheartedly. <laughs> Thank you, my friend. Have a great week. we will talk to you next time, folks. We'll see you next time here on Mondays with Matt.